0: Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago.
1: Our guest this episode is Brandon Evans. He's the director of fun and entertainment and also a professional golf instructor at the Village Greens of Woodridge. You can visit the Village Greens of Woodridge online at VillageGreensGolf.com. So Brandon, can you tell a little bit about your story and where you come from and how you got into golf?
0: Sure, absolutely. Uh, as I said, I, I grew up in a small town called Plano, Illinois. Um, played every other sport besides golf growing up, and and one day wandered over to a neighbor's house and grabbed a club out of their uh, garage and just started swinging it. and And fortunately, they were um, nice enough to en, enlist the help of their 20-something-year-old son Eddie Smith to take me out to the local YMCA and. Let me hit a few golf balls that day, or at least attempt to hit a few golf balls. And I was instantly hooked on the game and developed a passion for it. We, we played a little nine hole course called Cedar Dell out there in Plano and um, played it every single day for the next six or seven years. Ended up working at the golf course throughout high school and um, didn't really know I could do golf as a career until about my senior year in high school. And I found out about a golf management program at Ferris State University where I ended up uh, attending and graduating uh, just a couple of years ago in 1996. I can't believe it's been that long. But um, anyway, um, graduated from that program and worked at a, a couple of golf courses in the Chicago area, Cantini and Crest Creek and St. Charles Country Club, and then found my way over here to be the General Manager at Village Greens of Woodridge back in 1997 when I was 23 years old, and I like to tell people I, I didn't know what I was doing then and still don't know what I'm doing, but I haven't had a bad day of work in the last 12 years and absolutely uh, I love what I do, G- getting out of bed every morning and, and coming t- to work is a, a passion and just a pure joy, and uh, we're loving every minute of it over here at Village Greens. So that's so kind we- of how, how I got started in the game of golf and, and how I ended up here at
1: Village Greens. so so if you describe your teaching philosophy to uh, the people who come out to the Village Greens of Woodridge, how would you describe it? Like what what kind of approach do you take to someone who is just learning the game? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of saying, hey, I'll put my, my game in your hands. Tell me what I need to know.
0: Sure. Well, regardless of the student, whether they're just beginning or whether they're an accomplished golfer, we always try to... Really narrow down what their ultimate goals and objectives are. And typically, for a beginning golfer, Um, they don't really know what their goals and objectives are. Um, Most of the time they're just looking to get a golf ball up in the air or they're trying to learn enough about the game of golf to participate in their company's golf outing, which is coming up in two weeks, those type of objectives. Um, But what we try to do with beginning golfers is um, try to make the game fun at the beginning, try to give them all of the knowledge and all of the tools and all of the information that they need to feel comfortable, first of all, in and around a golf course so that they're not – Um, apprehensive about the game, they're not intimidated by the game, but uh, once we get them comfortable, uh, then we try to make it as uh, enjoyable and as much fun as possible, and we we try to give them uh, the technical ability with their golf swings to at least get that golf ball up in the air and get it moving forward, because as we all know, it's a little frustrating to play golf when when the ball is just kind of dribbling along the ground, so (laughs) that's kind of the approach that we take with, with our people who are just learning to play the game.
1: So you have a very unique uh, um, program going on uh, for young golfers, very young golfers, and um, you're sort of teaching them the premise, and it seems to be you're even teaching the, the parents on how to teach the game of golf, and it's called the A Thousand first Swings. Can you tell right. me a little bit more about uh, that program? What do you do, and before you even begin, where did the idea come from to put this together? Absolutely. Well,
0: um, i 've always had a passion for junior golf, you know obviously, I was given a lot of opportunities growing up uh just by being in and around the golf course, and the game of golf has given me a lot of opportunities to to meet wonderful people and obviously make a career and a profession out of it. So um, to be able to expose kids to the game of golf, it's always been a goal and ambition of mine. This past winter, uh, the Woodridge Park District was fortunate enough to apply for and get a grant through uh, U.S. Kids Golf and the Illinois Park and Recreation Association for 10 sets of uh, junior golf clubs. and. We we started tossing around some, some different sort of ideas on what we could do with those golf clubs and how we could influence kids, and, and we realized that we really had an opportunity with those clubs now in hand to remove all of the barriers that that traditionally uh, prevent kids from learning and sticking with the game, those barriers being, A, getting them some, some equipment to use at least to start off playing with. Um, Be the the price or the cost of the game, and really see the the one that we always kind of forget about or don't pay attention to as much as, as golf professionals is, is the social support that goes along with the game. Traditionally, we have run junior golf programs, and we still do, where the parents will drop the kids off and we'll teach them for a few days and and expose them to the game of golf. But if the parents aren't involved, if there's not a family member who's really involved in the game, it's it's hard sometimes for kids to stick with it. So my assistant, Prince Winbush, and I were were tossing around some ideas and some goals, and we kind of threw a number out there of 1,000 kids that we were going to try to reach with this new equipment in hand and and with the support of the Park District to provide some complimentary range balls just for kids to get an experience. Um, But we knew that the the missing factor in all of this was um, our ability on a staff level to be able to go out there and administer the program. We simply can't teach 1,000 kids in a given year. But what we can do, what we do have, is the knowledge to be able to, through our website and through our blog, to provide that information to the parents, to the aunts and uncles and grandparents who might want to bring a kid out Borrow our equipment, hit some free range balls, and then give them the tools and the information that they need to enjoy an afternoon on the driving range or on the putting green with their kids. And and that was really the impetus of the 1,000 First Swings program. Uh, We we set a goal of reaching 1,000 kids. The the ironic part is we never really set a time limit on it. We we thought it might take us a couple of years in order to reach 1,000 kids. But I can tell you that we've only had the program uh, marketed for about two months now. And we are very close to getting our 1,000th commitment to come out and participate this year. Uh, We're nearing our 200th actual participant. In other words, almost 200 kids have made it out to the course so far, but we've nearly got 1,000 registered or committed to to coming out to Village Greens this year. So subsequently, we've gone out, we've we've purchased some more equipment, and, and we've got brownie troops and Girl Scout troops and Boy Scout troops and birthday parties and large groups of kids who are, are coming out here um, to participate. And then, then we have, um, you know, the, the singles, the, the, the father who brings out his daughter, or the, the grandmother who brings out the grandson uh, and just enjoys a nice afternoon down there on the range. So,
1: And so what's the process then? If somebody would be interested in getting involved uh, with Thousand First Swings, is it, do they need to call first? Can they just stop by? What, how does that go? We encourage people to register through our website, which is okay.
0: www.villagegreensgolf.com. Uh, you'll see a couple of banners and under our specials pages the 1000 First Swings uh, webpage. And that, that details the program, tells a little bit more about our goals and objectives, and also has a, a registration form on there. But once the kids are kind of registered, all you really need to do is pick a date and a time that you want to show up. That's the other nice feature about this program is it's not limited by dates or times. You can show up anytime the driving range is open, um, which is one hour after sunrise and one hour before sunset. We always recommend that if you want to do it in a relaxed fashion, that you don't come during the after-work uh, hours because the driving range gets a little bit busy. But basically, you can pick the date and the time that you want to come, and and um, you just trade a driver's license at the front counter for use of the. Um, use of the equipment and you return the equipment we give you the driver's license back and what we've also done We've gotten some commitments from Titleist to give each of the kids a free golf ball to take home. We give them a bag of tees that they can use down the driving range. And we've got commitment from the Park District to also give the kids three more free buckets of range balls if they expressed an interest in continuing on with the game. So not only do you get that initial experience with with somebody in your social circle, but uh, we're also going to give you three more free buckets of balls to kind of keep the momentum rolling and hopefully by that point um you know they'll be hooked on the game of golf and um uh, it'll it'll turn into an experience that uh, they can use for the rest of their life so
1: and so what what would be like the age groups that uh, would be open
0: Well, we've had some as young as uh, two years old out there. In fact, my son, who's two and a half years old, was one of the initial participants in the program. Uh, But we've had a number of two-year-olds, and and we've had some as old as 17 out there. We we kind of market it for for any kid under the age of 18 who who just wants to simply try out the game of golf and, and give it a shot. So
1: and i've read I've read about some of your games that you put together for kids who are like five and under about uh-huh. uh washing the clubs and ball in the middle and stuff like that what What is the uh kind of the idea behind those types of games that you create for them
0: yeah well I think I mentioned before that that one of the um one of the things that we really want to do, especially at a young age is is get the kids to equate the game of golf with having fun. And as such, um, we don't really want to put too much pressure on them to hit the perfect golf shot or to have the perfect swing. We want to keep them safe while they're down there in the range. We want to teach them the basics, but it's kind of hard to hold a four-year-old's attention um, to get them into the proper grip, proper stance, proper backswing, and, and follow through time after time. So what I want to pass along to the, the people who are bringing these kids out, the grandparents, the parents, the aunts, and the uncles, is that um, there are things that kids are going to naturally do, like develop a fascination with the club washers, develop a fascination with filling divots and, and throwing sand all over the the um, driving range, um, we encourage that sort of activity. Anything that the kids can do that, that are going to keep their interest and, and get them to equate Uh, having fun at the golf course, we want to encourage that sort of behavior. And when the kids are doing that sort of stuff, there are still things that you can teach them. You can teach them the terminology, like a divot and and course etiquette, like how to fill the divot and how to keep your equipment clean and how to play these simple little games in and around the golf course, even if they're not actually swinging at golf balls, to let them have fun and still teach them about the history, the tradition, and, and the etiquette of the game that I think are so vital. So what we've done in our blog and on our website and Facebook page is we've we've kind of communicated that information to the parents and the grandparents to let them know that it's okay if your kids aren't really interested in in hitting 100 golf balls while they're down there, but take some of the opportunities to teach them about the game while they're kind of satisfying their own curiosity
1: and fascination. Mm -hmm. And And, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. What what kind of feedback have you gotten from parents as far as, you know, the the program? And I know you've gotten a lot more feedback than you expected. What has been their um, uh, take on the whole program? Yeah, well, the turnout so far has been fantastic. As far as specific
0: feedback, you know, just a a lot of thank yous, a lot of um, comments along the lines of, you know, I've always wanted to make it a point to bring my granddaughter out and and let her experience the game. You know, they they talk about – Uh, my grandma and grandpa always going to play golf but they've never had the opportunity to do it so uh, thank you for providing me that opportunity thank you for um, showing me some of these articles about how to teach the kids and how to play these games while they 're down there on the golf course, so that i didn 't feel quite as intimidated bringing them out to the golf course and obviously uh, you know thank you for doing it for free so that there 's no really financial investment um, so the majority of the comments that we 've had back have just been you know thanks for providing me a day with a kid that I love uh, something that you know we were able to do together and bond together and just have you know nice quality time and did it in an atmosphere that is, is relaxing. And, um, you know, a lot of comments, especially from parents and grandparents who haven't been around Village Greens in a long time that suddenly kind of rediscover our golf course and, uh, rediscover what we have to offer and say that they'll be back and they'll be bringing, bringing their kids back in the future as well. So that makes us feel good that, that they've kind of reconnected with us, but, but more so that they're really interested now in kind of taking the initiative and getting this next generation of golfers um, add down to the driving range and, and getting them hooked on, on this game that we all love so much. So,
1: Yeah, and I think you, uh, Village Greens of Woodridge, is doing a terrific job in terms of offering all kinds of different programs, not just for kids, but, you know, you're offering unlimited range balls. You know, what is it, um like an annual fee, I think, you caught charge?
0: Yeah, yeah. We we started, um, we really promoted for the first time this year. Uh, we, we've we always had kind of an unwritten promotion for unlimited range balls, 99 uh, 99 per year, $99.99 per year, for as many range balls as you want to hit. Now, our driving range has a, a limitation. It's only 240 yards long, and, and we fully understand that. Um, in fact, we always encourage our, our customers to go next door to Ziegfeld Troy if they want to, um, you know, hit their drivers and and have a, a few more amenities, but uh, what we are trying to do is satisfy a niche in the market and, and we think that we've done that with both uh, really passionate golfers who just like to uh, hit a lot of golf balls we call them our range rats, as well as some beginning golfers who are just looking for kind of an affordable avenue to um, work on their games and and perfect their games and we've got about a hundred we capped it this year at just over a hundred participants, uh, which was our limit. And um, we we think we're kind of on to something at a price point that's really attractive to people and uh, really kind of gets them uh, involved on a steady basis with the game of golf. We we see too often nowadays where people will... Uh, develop a passion for the game and then uh, play a couple times and then just kind of uh, walk away from it uh, with the unlimited range program we, we keep them coming out to the golf course on a regular basis and, and the more balls they hit the more enthusiastic they are about playing and it just kind of perpetuates itself so we've got that program going on and and we've got a couple of other promotions greens promotions to fill up some of our our slow times during the day we we have a nine dollar ninety nine cent nine hole club that we we promote when when we have a golf league on one side of the golf course or a golf outing on one side of the golf course. Um, traditionally, the other side of the golf course was just kind of throwaway tee time. So we started a 999 club where you come out and play nine holes of golf for $9.99. Um, and we have about 800 members of that 999 club who who buy pretty aggressively for those tee times when we do post them. So. Uh, we're, we're trying to be um, trying to be unique in certain regards and in, in terms of the offerings that we put out there. But also, uh, we understand that um, economic times are, are a little bit tough, so we're we're searching for those programs to get people on the golf course or at least on the driving range in, in, in an affordable manner uh, where they can participate in the game, even if um, their uh, discretionary income has has changed in the past couple of years. So,
1: and I think one of the other unique things that you have to offer is the location. I mean, being basically, what, a, a couple minutes off of I-355 and uh, 75th Street really is, uh, for anybody coming north or south, it's pretty nice to be able to get right off the uh, I-355 and be right there. Um, how else do you see uh, Village Greens of Woodridge kind of being uh, positioned amongst, you know, there's, there's certainly other choices in the area, but will, how do you try to position the course and, and who do you try to, um, to appeal to?
0: Well, you're absolutely right, our location is absolutely perfect and that's that's one thing that we're we're kind of blessed with being so accessible even even from downtown Chicago, but um we are one of the busier courses in Chicago. We'll play about 46 to 47,000 rounds per year. What what's a little bit unique about us uh, we we have a very steady clientele. A lot of resident play from from the town of Woodridge. We have 23 weekly golf leagues that participate out here at Village Greens. 16 of which are women's golf leagues. Um, I don't know of another course in the area that has as many as 16 women's-only golf leagues. Uh, in fact, one of our golf leagues has been around for uh, over 80 years, which when you, when you think about a women's league being in existence for over 80 years, is pretty remarkable. Wow. Our men's club has been uh, – they are going to celebrate their 50th anniversary next year, uh, all participating at, at Village Greens of Woodridge. So, um with the twenty three weekly leagues we we have very steady uh participation rates uh, there we, we also cater to um, smaller golf outings. Um, we'll do about 80 to 100 events per year, mainly in the 20 to 50 person size range. We, we, we aren't really well known for the larger type of events, nor do we want to be. Uh, we we want to just fill up a certain portion of our tee sheet with those golf hunting events and still allow our leagues and some of our regular players to have access to the course uh, when they want to play. So. Um, we have a lot of different market niches, a lot of different segments that we kind of tailor to, and we're happy to uh, be able to offer a lot of different things to a lot of different people and, and still get them all on the golf course and, and having fun in a way that's you know economical for the golf course as well. So.
1: Well, this has been great, Brandon. I appreciate the time you've been giving me. There's a, a lot of great info, a lot of more stuff I'd probably like to follow up on, especially Absolutely. with the – with the different leagues too, it's amazing you have a league that's 80, 80 years that they've been around. So
0: it truly is, and especially a women's league. You know, sometimes you'll hear of a, a men's club or something at a private country club that you know mm-hmm. has been around that long. Now, Village Greens itself has only been around for 50 years, so the, the, we, they haven't been playing here at Village Greens for 80 years. But uh, we can certainly uh, put you in, in touch with uh, some of the uh, members of that league, some of the the coordinators and the chair people from that league. If you wanted to follow up with them, it, it's kind of a unique story that they have, and and they they have a lot of great stories to tell associated with with their. Oh league. yeah,
1: I would imagine. Yeah, so yeah. We're, and we're kind say, of honored
0: and blessed to to have to have those people around. So
1: that's terrific. Yeah, and I will say too that you're um, you just seem to. It, I'm not sure that there's a course that I've seen, you know, and I've been really studying the two hundred and fifteen courses in the Chicagoland area, and I don't think there's a course out there that's really as active as yours is in terms of everything that you're accomplishing or looking to accomplish so uh kudos to you because it's uh that's well, a lot thank you
0: thank you yeah we're we're <laughs> we're we're trying to um it, we're we're not doing it for uh, you know, economic reasons. Uh, we we truly have a passion. Our staff truly has a passion for um, getting people to enjoy the game of golf, getting them access at an affordable price. And I know it, it's a little cliche to say that nowadays, but um, mm-hmm. you know, we we really try to find certain blocks of our tee sheet, certain ways to accommodate. Um, our our various segments of our clientele. So um, whether that's giving free tips on our Facebook page or, um, you know, we've got a a link up to golf for women's clinic, a beginning women's clinic. And and what's a little bit unique about that is we, we give them the standard five weeks of instruction, but then we tap into those 16 women's golf leagues and we actually ask for volunteers from the women's golf leagues to escort uh, the the newbies, the the people who just finished up the clinics, hmm. around the golf course for about four weeks, late at night, um, where there's no pressure, um, and they, they get a totally different perspective uh, from from what a PGA pro uh, myself teaches them in their five weeks to uh... what a thirty handicapped lady who plays in a nine-hole league might might be able to offer them so uh... in that way we we kind of perpetuate the system we we get them from instruction driving range to onto the golf course in a comfortable manner and then um after a, a year or so we usually find them playing in one of the nine-hole leagues and after a couple of years we we find them playing in the eighteen-hole leagues and it's just kind of a been a, a nice little feeder system for us but um, we 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 barely charge for that. We charge ninety nine dollars for the first year, and if they want to come back and repeat the program, we only charge them half price, or it's even free if they bring a new friend with them. And uh, we've got women who have participated for four and five years now, not because they still need the instruction, but just because they have fun and they want to meet some new women on the golf course when when we're done instructing them. So, wow,
1: the list goes on and on. You guys, you've got a lot of great stuff going on. I'll tell you.
0: Well, like I That's said before, we, we have fun. We've never had a bad day of work. I've never had a bad day of work, and I'm always looking for, <laughs> for new ways to help golfers around Chicago uh, enjoy the game. So I appreciate you uh, taking the time and, and asking me about some of the stuff that we're doing. And uh, yeah. um, do, This has been the
1: Chicago Golf Report Podcast.
0: Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive
1: discount offers. Chicago Golf News and in-depth event listings.